This is CliffCentral.com. She looks hard for the money. So hard for it, honey. We need to get you in the studio and re-record this. I think it's time for a new version, don't you think? All right, here she is, Anthea. Good morning. Good morning, Gareth. Yes, What's up? A new version. Yeah, why not? <laughs> you know, I, I, every time it plays, I just cannot resist echoing so hard for it, honey. Exactly. <laughs> well, you are, and it's especially difficult to work hard for your money right now. Ah, Indeed, global things, markets. Let's yeah. talk about that okay, for a we'll start. S- we'll start there then. Uh, pretty much mixed on Friday. The U.S. came out saying that their CPI inflation came in at 1.7%, while the market was expecting 1.8%. They still managed a positive close, though. You know the U.S. are looking for a 2% inflationary number, where we're trying to bring ours down. They're trying to push theirs up. Mm-hmm. Always a funny thing. Um, and then, of course, the VIX, which we spoke about last week, which was the big issue it has calmed down a bit since Thursday, but still there, there are issues and everyone's really nervous. All this talk of North Korea and bombing each other, I, I think it is still making the market very nervous. Right. We did see a weaker rand um, and even that meant even with the weaker rand, our market was unable to make gains on Friday. We lost a full 1% and the rand is trading at 1350. And, you know, at least normally we, we, we think that when the rand is weaker, we can kind of make ourselves feel better knowing that the market will go up. But actually, it just didn't. Resources were down 1.4%. Gold was probably saved us a little bit. Gold's spot is now trading at $1,286 an ounce. And the big um, winners there were Pan-African Gold and Harmony. Pan-African was up 9%. Harmony was up 3%. Diversified Miners not doing so well. They were down. Anglo was down 3%. Bulletin was down 2.5%. Um, so, so really just not going our way. The paper stocks were interesting. They ended mixed on, on in, in fairly quiet trade. There was really, very little trade going through in the paper stocks. Mm. Mondi was up about a percent. Sappy was down 65. But you kind of expect that after what we spoke about last week when we said Mondi was the deleveraged balance sheet play, they may start paying a dividend, whereas Sappy are already, in fact, paying a dividend. So you kind of expect these shares to move inversely, if you like. Financials also under pressure. I mean, I think every index was under pressure on Friday, really. Um, yeah, we saw the banks come down about 60 basis points or 0.6%. Mm-hmm. And in the industrial sector, MTN was up 21 basis points, so a fifth of a percent, whereas Vodacom was down 1.1%, which I thought was a little bit strange because, you know, we spoke about MTN and the trouble they're in and where they're going at the moment. And it's currently 120 rand stock. If it falls to 100 rand, I would not be surprised. Well, these telcos are under serious pressure. Absolutely. That just their margins are under pressure. ARPUs, which is um, kind of your spend, your person, your average <laughs> spend per person, is, is yeah. actually declining. Um, so, yeah, no. Telcos definitely almost like a they're gonna look sunset back, industry. They're going to look back on, on their glory days one day and they'll be shrunken, shriveled little industries. I think they already are. Uh, I mean, yeah. you know, for MTN particularly, you've got the new CEO, Rob Shooter, looking at it as, well, I can't say for sure, but I have a feeling he's looking at it as a financials play across Africa because they've got Footprint. He's an ex-banker. And why not? Yeah. So they may change it. I mean, the obvious thing is mobile money, right? Yeah. The obvious thing for them is to go into mobile money. Anyway, back to industrials. 
Very tough day for Naspers. It was down 3% on Friday. Pretty much followed Tencent. In fact, we were lucky it was down only 3% because Tencent was down 5% on Friday. Now, big drama there. The Chinese online watchdog are looking into Tencent. In fact, he's looking, they're looking into all of the big online services, media services, because they're saying that the, these services, so it's uh, Tencent, it's uh, WeChat, Weibo, uh, Baidu, um, and the, 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 the online watchdog is saying that they're carrying user-generated content laden with violence, porn, and rumors. Isn't that terrible? Well, it sounds like the internet, full stop. <laughs> what, I mean, well, what were they expecting? What else is the internet? Just say those things again. What is it? Violence. Check. Porn. Check. And rumors. That's Check. it. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing else on the, the internet. The only thing missing there are just like cute cat videos. But yeah, other than that, right. yeah, they've summarized. And apparently the cute cat videos they're okay with. Okay. Yeah, so okay. those are the three things. Well, you out. can't segregate the internet, I'm afraid. People are going to look for what they're going to look for. I, I think what's happening in um, China at the moment, you know, we really forget it's a communist country. Yeah. Well, I do anyway. Well, in, in, listen, it's a, I'm going to say inverted commas where I'm making them with my fingers right now. It's a communist country. There's no more capitalist place than Shanghai or than <laughs> Hong Kong. Do me a favor. These places are operating. Capitalism, raw capitalism, exploitation of workers. Are you kidding me? Communist? Yeah. And and all all the kind of consumers or the average Joe last year and the year before in China. Can you say average Joe in China? Average zipping. Am I becoming politically incorrect? Anyway, they were all buying stocks. They were all leveraging themselves no. up. I mean, that is these not communism, teaching, right? These people are teaching capitalists how to be capitalists. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say that there's not a lot that's average in China. No. Like with their work that's ethic true. and what they're able mm. to do. Yeah. <laughs> Very little average. I, I played golf with a guy yesterday who works at Center Bank, and he goes to China a lot on business. It was one of the most fascinating rounds of golf of my life. We just spoke about what these guys do, and how they go into countries, and how they negotiate, and yeah, wow. and, oh, and how quickly amazing. they develop, and how quick they de- exactly, yeah. and how quickly they get patents through, and how quickly they put money into something and then develop it. Right. I don't know if you remember when I was in Ethiopia a year and a half or two years ago now. They, they'd built the fastest light rail across the city, and the Chinese had built it, and it was in three languages, English, Amharic, which is the local language, and Chinese. I'm like, how many Chinese are there in Ethiopia that they need Plenty. their railway station names to be Plenty. in Chinese? Plenty. And if you don't learn some Chinese here on this continent of ours soon, you're going to be out of business. Yeah. So they've got the Communist Party Congress later this year, and I think that's what it's all about. You know, I think mm. this cyberspace administration of China, as they call themselves, are clamping down because they don't want disruptive social order. So yep. there you go. Anyway, and then Elviva, another company, an IT company, we don't speak about them often. We have spoken about them once or twice. They renamed themselves earlier this year. They used to be Pinnacle Computers. You may or may not remember them. In mm. 2014, they got done. One of their directors got accused of bribery. The wow. share, yeah, the share fell like basically halved in like a couple of days and almost never recovered. They put out a trading statement on Friday guiding for headline earnings per share to be up 23% year on year, which is a pretty good number. They're currently trading on an 8.6 times price earnings ratio. They've seen some good um, improving cash flow. They're moving more towards an annuity-based services revenue model than 
you know, just selling computers and, and putting in a low margin on that. So you'd think that they would trade closer to like the EOHs or the uh, Adapt ITs of the world, which, by the way, are now trading in their mid-teens. They used to trade kind of mid-twenties. Mm-hmm. So it just shows these shares have derated quite significantly. Anyway. Alviva or Pinnacle, whatever you want to call them. I still call them Pinnacle because that's what I think of them as. Um, it looks cheap, but yeah. I, I, I'm beginning to wonder what it, and if, if they do trade into this kind of mid teens price earnings ratio, then you're looking at a 30% upside, which I'll take any day considering where this market is. But I'm so worried about what exactly is going to make this share re-rate or lose its bad name. And my suspicion is changing the name is not going to be it. It hasn't proven to be the right strategy just yet. Well, we're not dumb enough to just be fooled by the name change, are we? No, exactly. But but at what stage do you say, okay, they've fixed it now? And I I think the IT sector is just fraught with um, corruption, actually. And maybe not all the IT sector, but especially the ones that have to provide to government. I mean, look at EOH. They came, they were out in the mm. press rate lately. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's a worry. The IT sector, nice cheap stocks, but do I want to be in them? I'm not sure. Even for the 30% upside. Very yeah, it's difficult. dodge, huh? Mm, very difficult to say. Okay. And then let's go. Let's go abroad. I think we need to talk a little bit about Disney's results. They reported last week, third quarter of their seven, full financial seven, 2017 year. Mm-hmm. Profit fell by 9% year on year. And that is never good in, in kind of, in any share or any company. Right. Their parks and resorts doing well. Revenue, they make, and that makes up about 34% of revenue. But you know, they've released these new parks and I forget the names now but there's always some new ride something new and exciting some dome being built are they in their Disneylands and Disney Worlds yeah 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 okay mostly mostly Um, yeah that's Um, a juggernaut of a company man oh it's absolutely huge it's incredible they I'm trying to remember because I don't have it written down they made in revenue 14.24 billion dollars for the quarter for the last quarter not bad. It's all right. Eh? Wow. Fourteen billion dollars. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Times that this by four to get a full amazing. year. <laughs> I wonder how much Star Wars contributed to that. I watched that Rogue One again last night. Mm-hmm. I was just watching that. It's so beautifully done. I said it uh, at the time. Remember, Ben? We went to see it last yeah, year. Incredible movie. Just so beautifully made. Every single frame is just brilliantly done. Hmm. You can, mm-hmm. It's almost like a work of art. And I mean, I'm a Star Wars fan, so it doesn't take a lot to persuade me. But man. Have they taken things up a level there? And I'd imagine that the Star Wars franchise must be bringing in, ah, oh, just hundreds of millions of dollars for them every, every month. I oh, look absolutely. At, I look at, there isn't a kid in the world mm. who hasn't fantasized about some Star Wars toy, some Star Wars shirt, some Star Wars whatever. Just unreal. It, it really is their pride and joy, isn't yeah. it? I mean, the other thing that that they're quite excited about is their Marvel range, right? So mm. that all the su- superhero stuff that they're doing at the moment. God, they've got that, that as well. Yeah, that's bringing in some big yeah. money for them. Anyway, so one of the interesting things about Disney's results last week was that they said that they were going to pull their content from Netflix. Now right? that's a big story. And that they were going to start a competitive streaming service by 2019. Ooh. 
And so, of course, Netflix was down. I mean, year to date, Netflix mm. is still, the share price is still up 40%. Disney is up about 2.6% year to date. So you can see where this is going. But I think the real concern is that Disney pulling their content is a huge, and starting their own streaming service is a huge issue. They did say that they were not going to add Marvel and the Star Wars to the streaming service. So it would be mostly the Disney stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I think the interesting question is, for these streaming services, so Showmax, Netflix, and the new Disney, blah, blah, blah. There's so many. Hulu, there's mm. oh, list is endless. How many would one person subscribe to, I think, is the question. <sighs> you know, they, they've got to – eventually someone's got to be the big gorilla in the room. Then they should be consolidating. I think so. I just think that they're all too expensive at the moment to be bought. Yeah, I, that, I don't that's know that, true. Netflix like, is very expensive. Disney can't buy Netflix outright. Could they? Um, that would actually, be a major play for them. I mean, if I were on the board of Disney, that's what I would be looking at. At, at last week's results, Disney said that they had $3.3 billion in free cash flow. You're right. No, they couldn't. Net, I mean, I don't know what the value of Netflix is these days. What about Apple? They could buy them. Apple, oh, Apple could buy Netflix seven times over. Well, no, why doesn't Apple just do that and make Apple TV the only TV in the world? But, you, but what you're saying is they'd also have to buy Showmax and Hulu and… No. No one cares. Showmax is no one's bought Showmax. It's not Does working. Does anybody watch Showmax? It's not. Wor- <laughs> it's not working. What, what's on Showmax? What's uh, exclusive to Showmax? It's n- it doesn't matter. No, no it's, it's just a lot of like the DSTV stuff has I, migrated to I just Showmax, find this and you can watch it yeah. at any time. But yeah. I find DSTV in demand and the streaming is so good. Why would you want Showmax? Okay, so it's a waste of money then. All right. Well, no waste of money. Well, it's just a small player. I mean, yeah, if you if you small. could get Netflix, you wouldn't want Showmax and and. All the others, the smaller ones, I think they're really going to struggle. Although, if if Disney pulls content, you know, they're pulling a lot of that superhero stuff. That they're yeah. not pulling The Crown. I did check. <laughs> Does anybody Damn else right. watch The Crown yes. on Netflix? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That belongs to Netflix. Ben sure. That. Relief. <laughs> right. But there, are, there is other content, you know, that, that I think people that Netflix – uh, that Disney provides to Netflix that people want. Anyway, in response, Netflix has bought their own comic – um, franchise. Franchise, thank you. Called Miller World. Oh, M-I-L-L-A-R. I know. And I looked at some of the stuff they produced. I didn't actually know any of it. Nah. So that was a bit disappointing. Um, right. Although I think Netflix is releasing a new superhero version in the next couple of weeks, which also belongs to Disney. So oh. it's a real issue. All right, Anthea. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Here's a look at what's going on with your money. This is CliffCentral.com.